Hi, I'm Daniel Foley from the Abundant Life Training Center, and welcome to our monthly message for February of 2023, which is to have the best requires a foundation of rest. So our message for this year in 2023 is God saved the best until now. Coming from the passage of scripture in John where Jesus turns the water into wine. And the master of the feast says, you saved the best until now. Now, if we're going to walk in God's best, this month our focus is, I think we have to have a foundation of rest. So it's interesting in the Bible. There's two different times where the foundation of the temple is laid in the Old Testament. And both of those times, for example, one of the times when Solomon laid the temple, it says he laid the foundation of the temple on the second day of the second month in the fourth year of his reign. Foundations are always laid in the second month. And so we've, over the last several years, put an emphasis on foundations in the month of February. Now, in our program, The Abundant Life Blueprint, our foundation is God's word. Jesus said, if anyone builds his life upon a different foundation, it's going to fall apart. But his word, the foundation of his word, we can trust in that. So we're going to be talking about different levels of rest today to be thinking about as we go through this month. So the first one is just having a foundation of rest. I think it's an interesting balance in life that true productivity, efficiency, work has to come from a place of rest. For example, Jesus says, It's not me doing the work. It's the Father in me who's doing the work. But we have to be able to rest, to stop striving and putting in our own effort and allow God to work through us. When we rest, he goes to work. And so it's learning to rest that builds up that potential. It creates that foundation to build upon, to do work upon. And one of the concepts we're going to talk about today is that rest comes from trust. Rest comes from trust. Now, in my book, The Pockets of Prosperity, we tell the example of a track and field coach who every year with his sprinters, he used to take them and have them go through an exercise where he would tell them they're racing to see where they rank on the track team. And the sprinters all take off. They run their best and they record their times. Then he says, I want you to run another one. But this time, stay nice and relaxed. Relax your jaw. Stay nice and relaxed in your hands and just run nice and smooth. And so they all run a cool down, what they think is a cool down run. Nice and relaxed. And they all beat their first time. And then they repeat it again. And they try to run even more relaxed and they run even faster. And what the coach is doing is he's teaching them a lesson. The true speed and acceleration and efficiency and work all come from a foundation of rest. When we're relaxed and at rest. So, one of the most important areas is for us to learn how to rest in God's promises. He's given us all these promises in Christ. And all the promises in Him are yes and amen. And we have to see what he's promised us. One of the reasons we need to study our Bibles, I think, so we can see what God's promised us. But then we got to learn how to rest and to trust in those promises. But we don't waver in that. And I think that comes from understanding his character, 
who he is, that it's impossible for him to lie. If he said it, he's going to do it. And understanding his ability. He's all-knowing, all-powerful. He knows the perfect thing to do at the perfect time, and he has the ability to carry it out. And learning how to rest in those things and to rest, as we're going to talk about, in his unfailing love for us. So, resting in your soul. Jesus says, I came, all you who are weary, come to me, and I will give you rest in your soul. And one of the big points I want to touch on today is that when we're resting in our soul, we've got hope. Psalm 16, 9 says, our flesh will rest in hope. And later in the Psalms, I think it tells us that we put our hope and our trust in God's unfailing love. Now, Hebrews 6, 19 says that hope is an anchor for the soul. It keeps us from drifting away from that place of rest. And the dictionary definition of hope is actually the feeling of trust. The feeling of trust. Think about this. When we don't trust that God's going to follow through on his word, that he's going to do what he said he's going to do. When we don't trust that, it causes us to step in and try to do his part. And the feeling, the indicator, the emotion that we have when we rest and we trust in him. We trust in his unfailing love for us. His love never fails. We trust in that. The emotion or the feeling that's generated is hope. Our flesh will rest in hope. And so paying attention as we go throughout this month. How's your level of hope? I think hope leads to confidence. Hope leads is part of faith. It leads to confidence. The Amplified Bible defines hope as the confident expectation of good. We've got that hope on the inside. Carrying us through maybe the storms of life. As we rest and we trust, we hope in God's unfailing love. And it serves as an anchor for our soul that keeps us from drifting, from stepping out of that. Now, we also got to get our physical rest. So I think it's important every day to take a few minutes to just to slow down, recharge our batteries, keep our bodies in a good rhythm, take some time to slow down. It's important to get our rest. You study most sleep experts, they will tell you one of the most important things is just consistent bedtimes and waking times. Just getting into a good rhythm with our sleep. And then we've got to be able to fall asleep easily. Now, a couple of tips to fall asleep faster if you're having a hard time falling asleep. Number one, start to reduce the amount of light that you have in your house before bed. Start to reduce that. Start to start to reduce the number of screens that you look at. Tablets, phone, TV screens. Start to reduce those before bed. And then a trick I learned from a guy who lived to be 114 years old is that every night before bed, he would have a banana. He'd have a banana before bed. And if he had a little bit more stress, this is something that ties into what's called our cortisol curve, the hormone cortisol. When our stress levels are high, it can make it where it's hard to fall asleep at night. We've got to learn how to bring those cortisol levels back down. Now, the natural rhythm, should we fall asleep easily at night, we pop up just full of energy in the morning. 
If we're lacking that morning energy, it's a sign often our cortisol levels are low in the morning. It's supposed to be high in the morning and taper off throughout the day. Now, the two biggest nutrients that we need to generate that cortisol in our body are actually salt and, vi and vitamin C. <clears throat> salt and vitamin C are the two biggest nutrients that we need to help for our bodies to help buffer the stresses of life, those types of things. Now, I think it's also important to take some time. Just every week, we talk about the idea of a weekly Sabbath to do some recreation. Think about the word recreation. You could break it into recreate yourself. When we take time for recreation, we are recreating ourselves. It's a new form of rest that keeps us refreshed. So we've got to rest in God's promises. We've got to rest and trust and hope in his unfailing love for us. His love never fails. It's unfailing. Resting in our soul. We've got to get our physical rest. And then one of the concepts I want you to think about. As I was thinking about this idea of to have the best, you got to have a foundation of rest. The idea of on or off. Jesus says, I'd rather you be hot or cold, on or off. We don't want to be stuck in between. And I think sometimes in our lives, we get to this in-between place when it comes to rest. Now, you could talk about this spiritually, for example, where we're believing, we're trusting, we're hoping in God's unfailing love, we're resting in his promises. But then maybe we, get, we waver from that. We get knocked out of that. We waver back and forth. We're not all the way in. We're not all the way out. We're wavering back and forth. In our just everyday lives. Maybe we're trying to take some rest, but we're too busy. And the times we're supposed to be resting, maybe recreating ourselves. We're doing other things. We're distracted. We're off track. We're doing too many things at one time. So we're never totally working or totally at rest. We're in this in-between state all the time. One or the other. We get stuck in between sometimes. Now, one of the ways I think we can practice this, a couple of different exercises we're going we're gonna to do for practical application this month. The first one is in your physical workouts, as you move your physical body, I want you to start practicing turning on one muscle group. Your body is built on these opposing muscle groups where one side works and the other side rests. And we can teach our body how to better rest in this. As an example, in a squat or a push-up, as you lower down into the squat or lower down into the push-up, rather than resisting it on the way down, you can actively use the muscles in the back of the legs on the squat or the upper, upper back muscles on the push-up to actively pull you down into the bottom of the movement rather than resisting or just letting gravity pull you. And when you do that, the muscles that actually push you back up out of the squat or out of the push-up, they actually stretch and get elongated. Think about when our muscles contract, they're turned on. They contract, they close. When our muscles rest and open, everything becomes more open. They get into a stretch position. And now you've got all this potential energy that's there. 
to be able to close that muscle again. That's what we talk about. The best comes from a foundation of rest. When we rest, it opens us up to new potential and new opportunities. And so I want you to practice in your physical workouts, pushing and pulling. Pulling with one side, allowing the other side to relax, and then activate the other side. Activate one side, rest the other, and vice versa. So in a push-up, you'd use your upper back to pull yourself down while the chest and shoulder muscles rest. And then you're going to press yourself back up with the chest and shoulder muscles while the upper back rests. And then you're going to reverse it. You're going to practice this cycling on and off. It's how our body's meant to work. And then one other thing I want you to do. I actually started this yesterday. I've been doing it all day today and all day yesterday. Is let's start to keep a time journal for yourself. Will you start to track... Could be for the next couple of weeks, maybe, maybe for the month of February. We keep a time journal where you track what you do all throughout the day. Where you track what you do through all throughout the day. And then I want you to look at it. Am I getting my rest? Examine yourself. Am I getting my rest? How am I doing? In the work that I'm doing, am I doing it from a place of rest? Am I resting in my soul while I'm doing that work? Or is it striving, pressure, effort? Or is there peace and joy and hope as I'm doing that work? And begin to examine ourselves as we look at the day. But we're going to take communion over this as a way to activate this message for this month of February. Heavenly Father, we're just so grateful. Grateful to have you in our lives. We just thank you for all that you did last month in the month of January. Just thank you for all those things that you did for us. And we're asking you as we go into this month of February that you would help us to create this foundation of rest in our lives so that we can walk in your best. Help us to apply this and to walk in this consistently from this point on. And we thank you that the night Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and said, this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. We'd all missed it. We'd all turned to our own ways and God laid upon Jesus the punishment that we deserved. And by his stripes we've been healed. He was crushed and destroyed by God, smitten by God. So that we could be right and holy and perfect in his sight. All through his one sacrifice. And God raised him up from the dead and seated him in his right hand. And communion is a celebration of our union with him. Being joined together as one. And so, Father, I thank you for this bread. And ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your bread, you can take your bread. <clears throat> then after supper, Jesus took the cup. He said, this is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood, poured out for the forgiveness of sins for many. And it's a forgiveness of sins that releases us from darkness. Transfers us into the light. Into the kingdom of Jesus. And he's a great king. His blood washes us and cleanses us, gives us a fresh start. 
We get to walk out this day, this month, together in a covenant relationship with him. So, Father, I thank you for this cup and ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have a juice, you can take a juice. All right, so our filter this month. As you go throughout the month, if you're following along in your workbook, if you don't have the workbook, you can go to our website, the Abundant Life Training Center, find the workbook there. But as you're going through your workbook this month, your filter for this month, a foundation of rest. A foundation of rest. Just keep rewriting that phrase every night at the top of your journal. But I hope this is enough for you tonight. If you'd like to be a part of what we're doing in the Abundant Life Blueprint, you can go to the Abundant Life Training Center.com. <clears throat>